This week on Access Louisville, we're going to talk about sports wagering. Indiana's making money off of it. Kentucky's still broke. Then let's get into this governor's race. It's all worth talking about. Stick around. Thanks for joining us. My name is David Mann, and joining me today is Shay Van Hoy. Hey, y'all. Brooke Timmons. Hi, hi. And Zach Owen. What's up, guys? Access Louisville is a weekly podcast from Louisville Business First. Each week, we bring you the latest news and the sharpest opinions on the city we love, Louisville, Kentucky. But before we do that, I'm going to start this show the way I always do, with a difficult question for our panel. So, guys, this week, a big headline on our website was about a remake of the Brown, the Brown Hotel Bar. Uh, it's a very cool, very iconic bar in downtown Louisville. So my question to you guys is, what's your favorite bar in Louisville? Or what's a bar that you've never been to but you really want to check out? It's like totally on your list. So, uh, Zach, I'm going to start with you. Uh, I think without a doubt it's Knock Bar. It might be the finest bar. That's a, your it favorite bar. It's a great bar. bar. It's yeah, right around the, the corner from my house. Beer selection is always on point. Uh, yeah. Epic jukebox. Great crowd. Very cool. And the patios are good, too. Awesome patios, yeah. 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 Need, it's a good place. Yeah. Demerit for the bathrooms. Oh, yeah. That's part of the <laughs> charm. <laughs> oh, the well, bathrooms so at all the charm. bars is a whole other conversation, <laughs> yeah. and I can rank those. <laughs> yeah, let's rank bar bathrooms. That sounds like a good topic <laughs> yeah. of a future show. Brooke, how about you? Uh, I would have to say, without a doubt, um, Jimmy Can't Dance. Um, I think it's a incredible bar. Um, and then Downtown like, spot, by the yeah, way. Uh, I still have never been there. Oh my gosh, you have great. to go. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, just in the basement of another place, sandwich shop, you'd never know it was there. <laughs> and uh, they have like live jazz and the bar is great and they have great cocktails. So yeah. yeah. And how about you, Jay? Uh, well, my favorite bar ever is a now closed bar in Indianapolis called the Wellington. My favorite bar in Louisville, I would have to go with the back door, probably. I, I can walk there, and they have really good food and really cheap and strong drinks. And the one bar in Louisville that I've never been to but I want to go to isn't really a bar but a club is the Bonnie Castle Club. I always wonder what's going on in there. There's just some weird mystique around that place. Yeah. And Where's the, is that, uh, is that on Bonnie Castle? Bonnie Castle, at, right next, at, toward the end of uh, Bardstown Road. So there's like Cafe 360, and then okay. right behind it is the Bonnie Castle Club. Hmm. If I had to choose a bar that I want to go to that I haven't yet, it would be Alexander at Copper and Kings. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's I mean, awesome. That's a good one. I, I like Wow. That. Like, just looks like great drinks. And I always like try different cocktails there than I would try anywhere else because yeah. they're brandy-based cocktails. So. Yeah. That's where I watch Thunder from. Oh, year. cool. Oh, yeah. That would, really nice. cool. That that would have been a good spot for yep. it. So. I'm going to take a hard pass on this question. Um, I guess I could say a place that I've never BW3. been. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the one I go to the most. I'm honestly, I'm not a bar person. I always find the service is bad, and it's like I could e- either flag down the one waitress with 75 tables or uh, go wait three deep in line at the bar itself. So, like, I just don't, I just don't go to a That's bar. the hot take of the day. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but uh, there's probably a few that, that I would uh, like to go to that I haven't. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to take a pass. So <laughs> I finally uh, got around to going to uh, the basement bar at DECA a couple of weeks ago. Oh, awesome. I've heard that's great, Oh, what too. was the weird place at Breckenridge Inn you were telling me about? Oh, oh Jerry uh, Green's. Jerry Green's. Jerry Green's. Okay, oh, it's awesome. this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go. Never been there. It sounds cool. So. Yeah, Jerry Green is <laughs> awesome. It's like a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Yeah. Good. So Never, th- there, there's one for me. I, I looked on Yelp like to see if I was missing any bars. Like I love Jimmy Can't Dance, but I was like, ooh, 
what if I'm missing my like another one? But and there were so many. There's ones for different moods. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to move us on uh, to sports wagering. Speaking of things you might do at a bar, um, Indiana has made uh, about a million dollars just in the month of October off uh, sports bettors. Uh, bettors in Indiana bet $91 million on sports in October. About $1.2 million of that was uh, fairly close to us here in uh, Elizabeth, Indiana at uh, Caesars Southern Indiana. So uh, I thought I'd bring this up. I think we've talked about this a few times before, uh, the idea of sports wagering. Why should sports wagering be legalized in Kentucky? Or should it? And I'm going to start with Shay. Yeah, I, def- I think definitely it should be. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of one of these things where uh, Kentucky, uh, usually Indiana is kind of you know one of the last states to do anything like worthwhile or fun. They all, they're always ahead of Kentucky, though. But yeah, say, so yeah. Ken- so Kentucky always falls behind, and and uh, you know <clears throat> we'll see with with you know marijuana legalization, which I think will happen everywhere at some point, whether Indiana or Kentucky happens first. But uh, with you know. Betting, it's New Jersey, Pennsylvania passed, and then, you know, Indiana fell. So, for one thing, you know, Indiana has the infrastructure in place with the casinos, yeah. uh, which helps out a lot. Um, That's so where a K- lot of Kentucky's these... Kentucky's just behind it yeah. all in sports betting. And if you want to, you know, it's kind of one of those things where if you want to bet, you can find many outlets to do so. So, why is it K- Kentucky capitalizing on, right. you know, having someone, be, you know, go to a, go to, and, you know, a place like uh, Derby City Gaming and place yeah, sports be bets. perfect. Right. And especially yeah. when Churchill Downs gets there new um hotel, hotel yeah. up and and they're gonna have uh you know betting machines or not bet what do they call the historic race historic machines old. yeah slot um machines. yeah they're kind of they're pretty much slot machines they are <laughs> slot <laughs> <machines>. <laughs> uh, somehow they say it's paramutual wagering i don't believe them but um but uh y- you know i think that would be like a great place for one of these sports book type uh places um not only are people betting in uh in the casino in southern indiana but there's a place over in uh, clarksville where they're betting. Yep. I, I didn't have the number for that off the top of my head, but um, but a lot of, uh, you know, in the millions uh, <laughs> as far as betting t- taking place in Clarksville, Indiana, too. Right, That's and just we're just right we're missing out on yeah, all of that money. exactly. Uh, I, I'm not sure if the infrastructure is in place yet for this, but it might be. But I think uh, the wagering can be done from uh, either the respective casino's app or yeah. website. So basically, your you know phone or computer will uh, geotag you to confirm that you are in fact in Indiana, and then yep. you can just make the wager wow. from your phone. See, so the fact that Kentucky, know. <laughs> you know, I guarantee you, hundreds of people are, if not thousands, are driving across the river to yeah. you know, fire up their app on their phone and you know place a bet on the sport book. Why yeah. can't they do it here? Yeah. A uh, quick update: There was uh, there's a legislature, a Republican legislator in. Uh, uh, Erlinger, Kentucky, who says he's going to push for legalizing sports game gambling um, this year in the uh, urban 2020 in the Kentucky legislative session. Uh, he pushed for it last year and it went nowhere. It didn't get to a vote, just kind of died in committee. Um, but uh, he says he's going to make a run and he feels more optimistic. I don't know what he's basing that on, but uh, or think, one of our reporters talked I think to him probably feels more optimistic based on the fact that Bevin's been on the record several times calling it a, quote, sucker's bet. Yeah. Sports game. So, yeah, and Bashir's so, uh, a little more open to it. But, yeah. you know, he's going to have to win over the legislature, too, because, uh, uh, you know, it didn't get far last time. So uh, I think we've all kind of already touched on this, but I'm going to start with Brooke on this one. But do you think uh, Kentucky will ever find the political will to do this? I think that they need to. Yeah. You know, um, I'm not sure 
we've been so behind on so many things um and it takes it feels like it takes you know multiple decades to get anything done around here yeah um but i think they need to figure it out i wonder what the last thing kentucky did fast was the derby (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's about it i was like well we built the bridges that took 40 years we all sit here like blank faced (laughs) except for you i'm still Uh, thinking yeah 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 i don't know maybe um yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We have it. the fastest we'll have two minutes in sports, that. and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. Uh, do you guys, are you guys bettors? And uh, have you ever won any interesting sports bets? I love uh, betting. Yeah. Uh, probably my greatest uh, moment in uh, wagering came, uh, I think, two or three years ago at Oaks. It was one of the races uh, in the middle of the afternoon. Horrible, rainy day, really sloppy track, and I was looking at the program came across this long shot horse at like 30 to one named task force of glory. Mm. Sound like a Chuck Norris movie. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bed, put down 60 bucks, one like, Nine hundred eighty. Not bad. Wow, that's nice. awesome. I have no good stories like that. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I, uh, I do always do horrible at Derby. Uh, so for for those of you that have never been in the media center at uh, Churchill Downs, there is a betting window for journalists and also a bar for journalists. Uh, and sometimes interlopers try to sneak in. That's uh, my favorite they, bar. Yeah, interlopers. <laughs> interlopers in. Yeah. So uh, last year, in fact, they caught someone trying to sneak in with a journalist credential and oh, I didn't booted know that. him out. Yeah. Uh, but so because the, the lines for the betting window are fairly short, even mm. though a lot of the journalists are betting. But I, I so I always do horrible at Derby. Uh, but uh, I hit a trifecta once at Keeneland uh, for a couple hundred bucks. I think nice. that's my only, and I, and I was down like 150. So I walked out of there ahead, which is nice. The best I've ever done is I, I lost about a hundred dollars all day. And then at the very last race, I won the hundred dollars back and I broke yeah, man, even. You and won. I was like, you won. hey, whatever. I'm leaving I, with my hundred dollars. I won the Derby race lot, not this year, but two years prior to that. Um, but I bet so conservatively that it's, it's yeah. 50 cents. Yeah. No, no, no. But like, like $10, you know, but that's yeah. not, it's not going to come back. I almost just, I have a hard time betting on anything that's not like at least five to one or, or higher. Like, it's like, it seems like no point to like, yeah. and I know that's probably why I'm not good at it to lay down $10 to make 12. Right, right. Yeah. But, uh, Lisa Benson, friend of the show, um, <laughs> she, uh, she won a big bet one time, and it was just derby. off. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was Derby, and it was just like two years ago, I think. It was off some wild harebrained tip where she met the guy who knew a guy who I think it was, was like from a Oklahoma. Exactto yeah, yeah, like she's that. from Oklahoma, and the person was from Oklahoma, and that was you know affiliated with this horse, so she bet on it and won. And yep, it, it was a pretty pretty big jackpot. I can't remember off the top of my head. But. Six or seven hundred bucks, yeah, maybe something yeah, like that. Not bad. <laughs> so uh, I definitely don't have any stories like that. Um, no. We'll talk, uh, we'll switch gears right now. We're going to talk about Matt Bevan. Uh, Bevan finally conceded the governor's race on Thursday. That's why we waited this week. We were going to talk about Bevan, and we wanted to see what was going to happen on, uh, on Thursday when uh, the recanvassing occurred. So we pushed the show back a little bit. Um, Bevan conceded before the recanvass ended, but it was, it was mostly over, and there was no real big shift in votes. Uh, so he finally conceded. Um, were you guys surprised that he conceded? Shay, I'll start with you. I, uh, you know, at first I, I was thinking, oh, he's going to fight this to the bitter, bitter end. But then, um, when he actually conceded, I wasn't really that surprised. Uh, I think, you know, the, the numbers came back, nothing had really changed. And then, um, you know, to go through that process of, 
um, you know, having a recount would have been um, a good chunk of money out of his pocket, mm-hmm. probably with no benefit to him in the end. So um, it kind of, you know, I, I guess it didn't really, uh, didn't surprise me all that much that he called it a day. Yeah, I thought I was surprised that he called it I was it surprised. Yeah. I thought we were going to be living with uh, Yeah, I thought this was going to, we would be next April yeah. and we wouldn't know who the governor was. <laughs> that is exactly was. what I, I thought was I was like, this is going to go as badly as it can go. How about you, Zach? Yeah, I kind of, uh, you know, conducted an informal newsroom poll yesterday afternoon before his presser, and uh, no one thought he was going to concede. Yeah, yeah, you asked yeah. specifically. I put it at like 30%. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. Speaking of bets, you could have you won a lot on yeah. that bet. But it's, um, it's good, though, for the journalists in the state, uh, just because you can move on now and start looking forward, and there's no, like, you know, is there a 10% chance that Andy Bashir won't be governor? Yeah. Uh, now we know kind of what's ahead in the uh, next four years as far as uh, who we're going to talk to. And hopefully that, that uh, Andy Bashir will talk to us, meaning, you know, journalists, yeah. unlike like, uh, Matt Bevan. Hey, yeah. Andy, are you listening? Hi, we'd <laughs> like to talk. Well, maybe we can get him on the show. Yeah. I don't know. Next week, maybe? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think he said that was his first order of business. <laughs> yeah, beyond access level. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I think it's good for the whole state because I was really sick of this election. It was really uh, nasty. Um, the, the rivalry between those two, um, I, I was just sick of hearing about it. And when he didn't win, when it wasn't decisive on election night, I was just like, oh, great. I got to keep listening to this <laughs> for like another, I don't know. I, you know, like I said, I thought it'd go on for six months, but uh, fortunately it is over now. Um, so just switching gears to Matt Bevin's tenure in office. Uh, what's something you think defined his years in office? And uh, Zach, I'll start with you this time. Um, he fought a war on uh, transparency, I think. Yeah. Uh, he constantly battled with journalists. Um, and if I had to put a... I would say his playbook was, when they go low, I go lower. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys read Joe Gerst's column in the CJ. It, I did. It was yeah, pretty dude. excellent. Bevin lost because he's a jerk. It nailed it. He, <laughs> he was a jerk. He, he was cruel. He said bizarre, weird, unhinged things, and he did not work with people. And you're not going to get anywhere in politics or life for that matter if you operate that way. So I'll give a different take. He was two different Bevins, it seemed like at times. I've been to press conferences where um, – you know, the media wanted to do a scrum and he would stand there and just like, come over here. You, you guys line up, ask me questions. And he was like totally open and transparent. But then I'd been to other press conferences where he was combative and people would ask him what seemed like, um, you know, kind of innocuous questions. One, I remember a TV reporter asking him once about student debt and what, uh, what, we can do as a, I guess as a society to address student debt and it felt like Matt Bevin was taking it as what why are you not paying off this like he thought it, it, it seemed like he was responsible for the student debt and uh, uh, you know and I was like I think he's just asking you your opinion on it like I, I he's just so damn defensive about <laughs> yeah everything. he is very yeah. defensive about this question and I was like I don't think he's saying that you created the debt problem you know right. governor it was just that um, but he seemed to get defensive like that a lot um, uh, Shay, how about you? I mean, what do you think defined? Oh, I think his uh, tenure in office was defined by selfies. Selfies, yeah, yeah. pretty much. I mean, that was his his thing. He, uh, he liked. I him. think he may have uh, had more selfies than other governors. I probably he was the <laughs> selfie governor. I, you know, it's not much different than than what Zach said. It's just kind of this 
just air of an antagonism um, yeah. toward not just journalists but teachers and uh, you know other politicians us against and, them kind of yeah and I think you know election night was really telling and it, it's it was interesting um, you know of course a lot of uh, you know moderates and then to the to the to the left side of things were you know celebrating obviously um, Bevin's defeat but um, maybe kind of ignoring the fact that every other Republican won by a huge margin in the state so yeah. this the I think it was a you know the the vote total was definitely a um, you know, it was a referendum on on Bevan, um, on him, the person, not him as a Republican. Right. Um, and he exactly. had, a, and even you know, a lot of uh, his fellow Republicans in in the state kind of had already turned on him and and mm -hmm. said that. So you know, just um, I don't really call it divisive when you're kind of pushing everyone away. It's not really dividing anything. It's, yeah, <laughs> even his own party, he couldn't lead within his own party. He had you know, for the first time what, in a century, a Republican House and Senate, mm -hmm. and he couldn't get anything done mm -hmm. because right. he fractured his party. Even the, the, his biggest thing, which was pension, and the way that got rolled out, you know, it didn't uh, didn't pass muster constitutionally with the uh, Supreme Court. So. Well, and then infighting with his lieutenant governor and yeah. kicking her to the curb and whatever happened so with that, and, you know, just... Yeah. yeah. The uh, It'll be interesting, to, too, though, from, from, like, our kind of sphere of business coverage... Uh, you know, I I do think that maybe to maybe to an extreme, he was kind of seen as a business friendly governor. One of his things was like, we're going to make you know Kentucky the most business friendly state in the country. So it'll be interesting for for us as covering business in this in Kentucky to see how what Andy Bashir's um, like op operating mojo will be toward toward business in the state. Yeah, yeah, um, and you know, I think we're trying to nail down some kind of uh, talk with Andy Bashir uh, in the future. Uh, so hopefully we can make that happen. Uh, Brooke, anything else you want to add on this? I think I just want to second or third what Shay and uh, Zach said. You know, I, uh, thinking before you speak is just so important, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. And I think that that's something that he did not do a lot. Yeah. And, uh, it, you know, it showed, and now he isn't the governor anymore. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up right about there, but we're going to go around the room before we end the show. And... Uh, uh, if you guys want to share where you can be found on social media so people can send you tweets saying, why'd you say that about the governor? That'd be fine. So, uh, <laughs> Shay. Yeah, my uh, Twitter handle is at Shay Van Hoy, S-H-E-A-B-A-N-H-O-Y. And um, please send story ideas. Um, I'm always on Twitter looking for tips, um, including restaurants coming and going which happens a lot yeah that seems to be always there's always something there brooke how about you uh you can find me on uh twitter at at bflu designer sometimes i'm there sometimes i'm not <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you can definitely find me on instagram at at btimmons 26 zach and uh i'm on twitter at bflu zach z-a-k yeah and you can find me on twitter at bflu david and on instagram at dman3001 and one of these days i'm gonna actually post something there <laughs> <laughs> it's been like a couple of months. I know you've got Haley you've got sent me something like to post, and I didn't do it. I have that. a I have a Instagram account too. I don't even know what it you is. Do? Yeah, but I don't have. I've never posted Zach, anything. Do you have an Instagram? Uh, I actually deleted my Instagram uh, about three months ago. Mine got hacked by Russians, and I had to recover it. <laughs> it actually, that actually happened, but I think I've told that story before, so I won't do it. Um, Let's see here. Uh, if you like what you hear on the show, uh, you can find um, Access Louisville on popular podcast services such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Radio Public. We're also playing around with a video version of the show. You can watch the video version of the show on Louisville Business First 
Facebook page. Um, and if you have any ideas for the show, suggestions on things we should talk about, or just suggestions on other things that uh, Business First should be on, you can email accesslouisville at bizjournals.com. Um, that's it for this week. Thank you very much, Shay, Brooke, and Zach. And thank you guys for watching and listening at home. See y'all. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye.